Hey guys, it's Shelby. I just wanted to pop on real quick before the episode started and offer you all a trigger warning. This is part two of the Gypsy Rose Blanchard case, and we do talk about some sensitive topics. So just have that in mind before you begin this episode. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. Bye. You have to try. I got to get the peach one. <coughs> it's to die for? <coughs> to die for. It's Bellini. Peach Bellini. It doesn't matter how many times you say peach Bellini. It's not going to appear here with us. Not like Beetlejuice. <laughs> All right, everybody, shut up because we're back with part two of Gypsy Rose. <laughs> bring them out, bring them out. Hi guys, as always, I'm Shelby Ryan. And I'm Anna Christine. <laughs> and we're back, like I said in the beginning, with part two of the Gypsy Rose Blanchard story. We left off at the beginning of the investigation last time. DG Blanchard is dead and Gypsy and uh, Gojon had murdered her. And they're on the run. Right. And Gypsy doesn't have the wheelchair, doesn't have the oxygen, no. doesn't have the meds. This doesn't even become aware until people see concerning Facebook statuses from DG's account. I guess mm-hmm. she shared an account with um, Gypsy. The Blanchard's friend suspected something was not right when a post said, that bitch is dead. Quote. Oh. It was posted on June. I just give it all out already. June 14, <laughs> 2015. Yeah, I know. It was posted. So they thought like it was hacked, right? Right. So friends start calling. No one's answering. Several of the friends and neighbors go to the house. They're over there. They knew that the two often would leave on like medical trips and announce and stuff but dd's car was in the driveway that was modified for gypsy right so clearly they weren't gone right protective film was all over the windows of the house which made it hard to like see inside in the low light but no one was answering the door so the gather friends all decided like we're gonna call 911 when the police did arrive, they had to wait for a search warrant to be issued before they could enter but they allowed like one of the neighbors to like climb in through the window Okay, he smelled He could see. No, because this literally is like the day after she died. This oh. is not weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did not make it very long before they made that post. But <laughs> so they did it like as soon as he like clocked her. Yeah, she's like, she's dead? <laughs> it's babe. Babe, did you kill her? You did? Okay, I got to update my Facebook. That bitch is dead. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Apparently, what they saw inside, though, was the house was largely, like, undisturbed. Nothing was robbed and missing. But all of Gypsy's wheelchairs were present inside. So that was kind of, like, a... Suspicious. mm -hmm. Like, if she was taken, she's not moving. Right. Because she can't walk. Right. Or so they thought. To them, she can't walk. Right. Right. When the warrant was issued, the police entered the house, and that's when they found Didi's body. Um, they actually ended up starting like a GoFundMe account to pay for her funeral expenses. And they That's started she one. Got money? No, she got everybody else's money. She was scamming her whole life. I know, but she got money. From p- other people that she would spend. Yeah, so I mean like she got, oh, she spent She's like, I got to spend this on um, your cavities. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make you real sick looking. Oh, my God. And on your wigs. Surgeries. Oh, don't get me started on the surgeries. Remember? But it was already paid for. Remember? It was like free. Right. But they don't go into the detail about all the things she paid for. And plus, oh. she probably had to pay bills and stuff. I have a feeling Didi wasn't good with money. Yeah. And so why she never had a fucking job. Yeah. And just wanted to scam everybody. Just a 
I don't know, a thought. Um, but they did also set up this GoFundMe for Gypsy as well. Because at this point, Gypsy's missing and right. they all assume she the worst has happened. Yeah. Right. Because That's even if Gypsy wasn't dead, they knew that she would be helpless because she didn't have her wheelchair. None of the medications were taking. Her support equipment, like the oxygen tanks and her feeding tube, were left think, behind. Yeah, and they probably think her IQ isn't... Right. Um, and she's not intellectually advanced. She's not, yes. you know, at her age, age. intellectually. Right. She's delayed. And they also think well, that they she... they don't even know her actual age, remember? Because he kept, she kept, Dee Dee kept saying or that she Oh, was she's 12. She's right. Nine. And when she was really like... She 14. thinks she's 14. Yeah. And she was 18. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that's what I think, like, the whole point is, is that they all think that she's in serious danger. Danger. Right. Uh, so Woodman C, Aaliyah, I mentioned her in the previous episode as well. She was kind of like Gypsy's friend, like her neighborhood, her confidant. The one the street. Right. She like lived in the neighbor and she just kind of like Gypsy would tell Aaliyah about her online boyfriend and mm-hmm. like things like that. She was one of the people who were gathered outside the Blanchard's home and she told the police what she knew about Gypsy and her secret online boyfriend. Right. In fact, she had kept printouts that she had saved, which included like his name. Based on the information, that's where the police asked the Facebook to trace IP addresses from which the post to Didi's account had been made. Because at that point, they are assuming Go John is the one who made, made that, that post. post. Right. It turned out to be in Wisconsin. And the next day, the police agencies in Waukesha County, don't come for me if I didn't <laughs> pronounce that one, Waukesha County raided the Go John's quote, Big Bend home. Big Bend. Big Bend home. That's that like what I saw. Home? I don't know. I'm almost thinking maybe. Yeah. Both he and Gypsy did end up surrender, surrendering, and they were taken into custody on charges of murder and felony armed criminal action. Okay. Okay. So they're arrested now. The news that Gypsy was safe was like greeted with such relief back in Springfield, where you know they, were, her and Go John were taken to prison and extradited and held on a million dollar bond. But everybody in Springfield was like, oh, Gypsy's safe. Like, she's alive. Like, they were also right. like, thank God, right. right? But when the news was announced, the Green County Sheriff, Jim Arnott, warned them, quote, things are not always as what they appear. So the media in Springfield kind of soon reported the truth on the Blanchers' lives and kind of ran with it. Gypsy had never been sick and was always able to walk, but her mother made her pretend otherwise using physical abuse to control her is what they said. Right. Mm-hmm. Which we do know from the first episode that Gypsy was abused. Right. But a lot of people didn't know that or they did and they chose not to do anything about it. Right. Like, like the doctors doctor. or the CPS workers who've been called or the other family or Gypsy's dad. Fuck you too. You're not innocent, man. Mm-hmm. I don't like him either. Yeah. Child support, child support. Or Where like were the you? That knew uh, that she was poisoning them. Right. That's they're in the documentary. Like, yeah, she's they're wicked woman. She poisoned but me. You wouldn't even help your granddaughter. Are you be for real? Right. After the disclosure of how Dee Dee had treated Gypsy, sympathy for her as the victim kind of started to flood in. The violent murderer rapidly shifted to the daughter as a long-term victim of child abuse. Right. Which was true. Right. People did start to see it like that. Experts said that Gypsy was the victim of Manchowson by proxy, which is like a rare form of abuse in which a garden exaggerates or introduces illnesses to a child for attention and sympathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. But she also was physically abused. Like, Dee Dee would smack her and lock Mm -hmm. her in rooms and 
Remember, she threatened to break her fingers. Yeah. Um, so you know, Gypsy said that she was locked in sheds yeah. outside, and which, how did nobody notice that? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, her just baiting her? I like, CPS, wouldn't they notice, like, if somebody notified, like, her well-being, like, her physical well-being, her appearance? I don't know. The doctors didn't notice that she didn't have no, muscular but I mean, dystrophy. Like, did she look dirty or, you know what I mean? Like, didn't look like she took a bath, looked like she was, like... Kept in a room. Well, I'm sure she looked sickly. She was sick. Oh. Remember, she had cancer. Right. But she never did. Just spoiler alert. Yeah. That wasn't really there. But while she was charged with the first degree murder in Missouri, it can carry the death penalty or life without parole. County prosecutor Dan Patterson soon announced that he would not seek that for either Gypsy or Gojon. They, he called the case extraordinary and unusual. So basically, neither of them was fit in his mind, to receive the death penalty. Right. After the attorney obtained her medical records from Louisiana, he secured a plea bargain to second-degree murder for Gypsy. Gypsy was so undernourished up until this point that during the year she was in county jail, her lawyer told BuzzFeed that she actually had gained 14 pounds. That's super rare. In prison, you normally lose weight when you get in there. Yeah, but she was gaining weight because she was so malnourished. Oh, because all that junk food in there or whatever. All the medicines. Her mom probably wasn't yeah. feeding her. And she ate through a feeding tube. Right. She wasn't able to actually eat food. Right. In July 2015, she actually ended up accepting the plea bargain agreement and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. But Go John, the one she was who who killed her mother, yeah. he faced more severe charges because prosecutors contended that he initiated the murder plot. And both he and Gypsy agreed that he was the one who was going to actually kill Dee Dee. Right. Right. But wasn't okay yeah he carried it out but i don't think he's the one that planned it right well there were text messages in text messages where they were both communicating about this act right or because he's autistic right right so he thought in his mind i need to save her from this wicked woman i agree i agree yeah Mm -hmm. But in 2017, his trial was postponed when prosecutors requested a second psychiatric exam. His lawyer contended that he had an intelligence uh, quotient of 82 and was on the autism spectrum like we just discussed. So this kind of diminished his capacity to be able to plan this murder, right? Yeah, he wasn't going to be able to execute a master plan. And it was still flying by the hair of his ass. He's like, yeah, I'll come steal your beer mom and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. They didn't know what they were doing. I mean, they knew that they were killing her, but, they, yeah, but they it wasn't like it's not like okay, we're gonna buy this, we're gonna tape her up, bound her. You know, I mean, like they didn't have a execution style plan, right? In November 2018 is when he actually had the trial. In the opening statement, prosecutors alleged that Gojon had deliberated for over a year before the crime, while his lawyers pointed to his autism and said that Gypsy had formulated the crime and their love-struck client had just done as she had asked. Mm -hmm. I don't think he deliberated for over a year. I don't. Maybe he deliberated a little bit. Maybe he did want to commit the crime. Or I don't maybe know. Maybe they just was like, I'll kill her for you. And she I'll like, kill her for you. And she's like, thanks, babe. She's like, you really will For making me together. Yeah. Right. The next day, though, prosecutors showed jurors the text messages, sometimes sexually explicit, that Gypsy and Gojon shared in the week before the murder, often using various personas as well as the knife which had used he had used to commit the murder. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're on there just being, like, sexy, like, oh, you got that knife? And she's in her wigs and her yeah. lingerie and... 
They're playing mommy daddy talk. I don't know what the fuck they were doing, honestly. <laughs> Speak dirty to me. <laughs> talk dirty to me. But yeah, I don't know what the hell they were doing. But yeah, some of that. In some of the texts, he did ask her, though, for details about things like Dee Dee's room and her sleeping habits. These were supplemented by videos of his interview with the police after his arrest mm-hmm. where he admitted to having killed her because he did admit to it. He didn't right. lie about it. Mm-hmm. Gypsy actually testified on trial against him <gasps> on the third day. Against him? Well, she just kind of... But was she manipulated to... I don't him? really know. I think... Well, no, because at first, listen to this. When they were first arrested and the officer was, you could, you know, see, you can watch Gypsy's videos. And the officer is telling her, like, your mom's dead, Gypsy. She's like, what? She's dead? And, like, <sighs> pretends to cry. And, like, she didn't know. But she was there. Mm-hmm. And she's been text messaging. So why would they have her go against? That's crazy. I don't know because somebody had to take the fall for it, I guess. I mean, he was already going to take the fall because he – He was the one who actually killed, killed her. her. I know. But I'm like, you. this is supposed to be your true love or whatever or you loved your boyfriend and then you're going to go up against him and you're the one mm-hmm. like, asking for help. Well, and there was like a few things that were also weird because – Go John did say a lot of like kind of weird, suspicious things. And I, I think he did need help. Right. Of course. Yeah. And that's what I'm that's where I'm gonna leave it for now. I, I think he needed some help. I don't think he deserved to be, you know, de- deliberating life in prison. Yeah. So what because was the I outcome? do think he's autistic. Well, so she testified on the third day. She said that while she had indeed suggested go John killed Dee Dee to end her mother's abuse. She'd also considered just getting pregnant by him and then in the hopes that like her carrying his baby would make Dee Dee have to accept him. So that was her other thought. Along with the knife that she eventually gave to Go John, she also stole baby clothes from Walmart during a shopping trip so she could go ahead with either plan. So she had a knife ready and baby clothes ready. Okay, but she's testifying against him. Yeah, she's telling this in her testimony. And not necessarily against him, but she is in a sense because she's just like the witness as to what happened. But then she's the one that got the knife. Yeah, with the baby clothes. But she did admit that good John and her never really talked about the pregnancy plan. They mainly just focused on the murder. (laughs) They just kind of focused on, on the killing. But in February 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder conviction. But no possible parole. The only possible option since prosecutors had declined to state the death penalty. So yes, life in prison for killing DD. They tried. But okay, there was there's other people that have killed manslaughter or whatever and they've gotten like 20 years, you know but then he has life and he's autistic. I know. That's And she was a terrible woman. I'm not saying we should kill them. We're not God. But dear God, you know, just give a little leeway. Like It wasn't like uh, a lady, like, you know, they went inside the house to, like, steal her car or whatever. And they're like, kill the lady. Kill the (laughs) lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was abusing. She did. She purposely Mm -hmm. used her daughter to manipulate other people to give her money for her daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and he gets life? Right. Crazy. 
but that's what they decided to do. They did try to motion, like uh, Good John's lawyer tried to motion. Uh, his name was Dwayne Perry for a new trial. Perry argued that the jury should not have been allowed to hear that Go John, this is crazy, had considered raping DD on the night of the murder. He said that? Yes. And he also argued that the state psychologist should not have been allowed to testify while Go John's psychologist should have to establish that he had diminished capacity. So basically, Go John's psychologist wasn't allowed to testify, and the state psychologist was the one who testified. I don't know. Um, And then apparently, Go John had admitted to thinking about raping raping Dee Dee when he murdered her. Oh, like uh, when she was already dead, he was going to rape her? Or maybe before. I didn't get the detail. But interestingly enough, he killed Dee Dee, and then him and Gypsy went and had sex. After in her room before they left. Oh. Like just so high from the murder. They just banged before they left the house. Like she was like, I'm free. I don't know, Anna. And dear God. They needed help. Yeah, obviously. Psychological. Sickos. Psychological help. Yeah, they did. They do. But. It's like, okay, he admitted that he was thinking about raping the mom, but he's like, let me just have sex with my lover. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if Gypsy was aware that he had that. Th- I don't know about that. Uh-huh. Um, I do think that Go John and Gypsy both deserve to go to maybe a mental facility yes. that they should get help that they need. Right. Because, well, Gypsy especially has suffered so much abuse mm-hmm. and trying to learn to live within society alone. I think she should get some help for right. that. You know, yeah. it wasn't her fault. She was denied that care her whole life. And Go John was clearly autistic. And I think that affects his decision making. And I think that he might have thought he was doing something good by killing DD. So maybe he needs to live in a psych ward. I wouldn't say life in prison. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe send him to a facility. Right. Of course. He definitely needs the help. They both do. Mm-hmm. Because that's a long road. of That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the judge, though, did end up denying that motion for a new trial. Conceded that an appeals court could find the later point significant and consider it a reversible error. So basically, no, you're not getting that. It's like we're done with this trial. Move on. Right. So you really got to kind of feel for Go John and yeah. Gypsy. Because he's never going to actually get the help, not in prison. I mean, there could be doctors in there, but they're not going to. So, yeah, where are Nicholas Go John and Gypsy Rose Blanchard now? Nicholas is serving life out. He has not had a new trial. Right. I think he should. I think he should go to a psych ward. But no, he is stuck in prison right now serving life. Gypsy will be out for parole December 2023. This year? Yes. Wow. Which honestly, where is she going? I don't know if she's going to live with her dad. Does anybody know her real age? They do. She does now. Okay. Yes. Um, I think her family thinks she's grown a lot in there and has worked to like progress and stuff. I do think that. She might be going to live with maybe her dad or her stepmom and her dad's side of the family. Mm -hmm. I would like to hope that someone's going to be helping her when she gets out because she's going to need the help. I'm sure she's learned things in prison. Right. 
you know, and I'm sure she's been able to do that and maybe go to school and stuff, but she's never graduated high school. You know, there's so many things. Intermediate school. Now, maybe she has some type of money because I don't know, but you know, Hulu made a show about her and a movie and so many places have made movies and shows about her her that I just feel like maybe. Because it's her life. So I think she would have had to get that. They would have got, had to get her consent. The rights. Right. Yeah. And there's been so many things about her so far, documentaries and. Right. So I'd like to think that she maybe got to keep some of that money. Right. So maybe when she gets out, she'll have a chance to, you know, live with family, live with family and then eventually go on and get her own place, Mm -hmm. buy her own house, whatever. Um, Because at the end of the day, she doesn't have the opportunity for a career. I mean, she could work. I don't mean she can't work. I just mean like she never graduated high school and all that's going to be really hard on her. So, but to no fault of her own, obviously. But yeah, she'll be getting out this year, 2023. I think is very cool. I actually thought we would finish up this episode with a quote that I saw from Gypsy, which said, I feel like I'm more free in prison than with living with my mom because now I'm allowed to just live like a normal woman. Wow. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, 2020, January 4th, 2018. So even now she doesn't regret what she did and she doesn't want she'd live with her mom. She'd rather live free in prison. And honestly, I don't know if we can blame her because none of us knew what she went through. That was a good quote. Yeah, it makes you kind of think yeah. think that she would rather be in prison than be with yeah. her mom anymore. Yeah. And she's a, actually living as a real woman. But as her with her mom, she'd probably still think she's 12. Right. And she's 40. <laughs> <laughs> I get to be a woman. You're a girl. You're a little girl. Leave I don't think they'll go John and Gypsy are together anymore. I do think that they've talked about like their love for each other and stuff a lot. I, I feel like, you know, what being separated through prison and knowing that there's never going to be a future. There's not really a, you know what I mean? Well, I'm pretty sure her lawyers and his was like, look, this is the end of the road. Yeah. You guys no longer can be together. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess some people would probably try to stick it out, but I'm guessing that. Yeah. He's in there for life and she knows that. Yeah. I'd assume. Yeah. She's about to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Busting out, bitch. <laughs> get out, Gypsy. Good luck. Good luck to you, Gypsy. Yes, if you get out luck. and you hear this and you want to be on the podcast, call us, girl. <laughs> Send us an email. We'll love an interview. We'll love, love an exclusive. We can't pay you. We're fucking yeah, broke. Sorry, we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're broke, bitches. <laughs> One day, Gypsy. One day. <laughs> Not now. You don't want to come on the show? <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> It's fine. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I understand that this is a shorter episode than we normally do, but this was our first part two um, because the first part was so long. So sorry we had to do that to you. But if you're here this week, we're really glad you're here again. As always, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating or a review wherever you listen to your podcast, we'd appreciate it so much. And if you want to know all the things that are happening with us, you can look us up on Facebook, Instagram, or just click the links below at Department of Deceptions podcast. And if you or someone you know is a victim of a romance scam or perhaps in love with an incarcerated individual and you don't know if their intentions are true, feel free to hit us up on any of the socials that Anna just mentioned. As always, be safe, be smart, protect your heart. Bang your bank account. Bye. Bye.